the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And on this MLK Day, we are reflecting uh, not only the great, greatness of Martin Luther King Jr., but also on what transpired over the weekend in the NFL. And you know how you and I... Always talking about you got to pounce like a panther rare early on some line values. But I think it really plays up to what could happen this weekend. Will Patrick Mahomes get cleared in time? Now, Andy Reid said he passed all the deals. Uh, That's how Andy Reid described it in terms of the testing. But that's the $64,000 question right now. And if you look, it seems like people are betting as though Patrick Mahomes is not going to skip a beat and he's going to be you know, cleared from concussion protocol in time to suit up against the Buffalo Bills. But your boy fired off on Buffalo. While there is value right now on the money line at plus 130, and I'm feeling that's a very shrewd move, Lundy. I, I think it's pretty shrewd too, but I like the I like passing all the things. Um, you did the stuff with the thing, and <laughs> you got the, the points. And it's just, I mean, it's so perfectly Andy Reid, right? Like I don't know, there's some sort of deal. There was a thing he did it. I I don't know. I mean, you know, ask me tomorrow, guys. I mean, just yeah. so so perfectly Andy Reid. But yes, you do have to pounce on these items early. So the same way that we tell everybody to be keeping an eye out at DraftKings Sportsbook for those player props to get posted up because uh, you always want to jump on those when they first appear. Same thing is true with these lines early in the week. Oh, let's hope that the player props populate maybe on a Wednesday. Get it done. DraftKings nice and early for those of us that create content for a living. Look, if you want to get in on the NFL, if you want to get in on the NBA, college basketball, we're going to be breaking those two sports down here in a minute. Or the return of one Conor McGregor. Because the UFC's most notorious icon is stepping back in the octagon this Saturday. Make sure you go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, for a shot to turn $1 into $257. That's right. New users can bet $1 on McGregor to win by knockout in the first round. And if he does, you'll be cashing in $257. Bet a little, win a lot. It's that simple. While we're all excited for this weekend's premier UFC bout, let's also not forget uh, the NFL is in the midst of their playoffs. And you got the NBA underway. And you got college basketball. And you got the NHL. So head to the app store now to check out the great playoff promotions. You got to download that app, get it on your device, and check out, again, all those promos. Uh, here's so here you, here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $257. If McGregor wins by first-round knockout, place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code FTN for new users to get $257 if McGregor wins by first-round knockout for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to this MLK edition of the Fade Five. 
number five. All right, Lundy. Uh, let's dive in the NBA. NBA always has a delightful slate on MLK Day, and this year is no exception. Game starting early and uh, commencing also late. So let's get to one of these matchups right now, and let's go with DeAndre Hunter here on a PRA. Points, rebounds, and assists combined at 23.5 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I'm taking the over on this one. No, Hunter quietly has is, is really emerged as one of the go-to options for this Hawks team. He's averaging 31.8 minutes per game. Uh, he's splashing 52.7 in terms of field goal percentage, 18 points per contest, six rebounds per game. That is what he has averaged across the board this month. So his last nine contests, he's gone over this 23.5 PRA in five of his last nine games. And he get the Wolves who are toothless when it comes to defense, number 29 in the NBA, and points per possession allowed at 1.124. They're giving up over 37% from downtown, and according to the advanced DVP tool for the NBA, available at FTN Daily, this is a ninth best matchup possible for a shooter, which DeAndre Hunter has certainly turned into. The threes haven't really been falling for him lately, but this seems like a get-right game, and a guy, of course, that can beat you with a mid-range game as well. So fade or follow 23 and a half points, rebounds, assists on the over for the former Virginia Cavalier. I'm loving all the NBA player props today. It's the great advantage, of course, to the fact that the NBA loads up the schedule on MLK Day. Uh, yeah, I'm going to follow on this one. I think he's been, uh, he's obviously been on a little bit of a run. You talk about the T-Wolves, eh, no defense. There's a few teams like that, and one of the other teams that doesn't seem to like to play defense is going to make an appearance a little later on in this pod. <laughs> um, but I think for him, I think this is a solid number. Want to see those, those rebounds get up there. The last game against Portland had Six would like to see him get closer to double figures would like to see six or eight to make me feel good about this overall PRA. But if he can splash a couple of those three pointers uh, to be able to boost the point total. Yes, I think a PRA of 23 and a half. I will be hunting for Hunter to hit the over Hunter gatherers unite number four. All right, let's move on to the San Antonio Spurs and a player that is quietly having an emergence of his own summer DeAndre Hunter. And that is one Lonnie. Walker, you know, again, he cut the hair. Uh, he probably shed about four or five pounds because he had a lot of hair, and he has got that extra pep in the step, that extra bounce overall. 17.5 points, rebounds, and assists. A very low threshold for him to cross. That's why I'm taking the over. Why? It's the Trailblazers who are overly forgiving, very friendly defensively. Uh, that is really bared out in the numbers. Now, I will say this. Portland has extended well to the perimeter. Number eight in the NBA in three-point percentage D, giving up 35 5.5%, but they are number 25 in points per possession allowed at 1.095. Walker's usage, uh, seen a little bit of an uptick here over the last handful of games. He has hit the over on this proposed 17.5 PRA in four of his last six. Uh, and this month, he's averaging 29 minutes per game. Uh, he's close to 12 field goals uh, per game attempted, 4.83s per game attempted, 3.1 boards per game, and 1.7 assists per game both those uh, last two statistics on the year so you know I, I'm thinking 13 to 15 points handful of boards maybe a couple assists and look at that he crushes the over on the 17 and a half PRA against one of the softer defenses in the association so fade or follow Lonnie Walker over 17.5 PRA
I told you there was another team coming that doesn't know how to play defense. Uh, that would be the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, yeah, defense is not uh, the strength of Dame and company with Portland. I'm going to follow on this one, although I think this is a really solid number. I think he's actually going to check in maybe at 18 or 19. I think he gets over this number, but he just creeps past it. Got to make the three-pointers. You look at the last two back-to-backs that San Antonio just did, taking on the Rockets. Uh, in the first contest, he was fine, hit four of them from deep, but then he went 0 for 4 in the second one, so he's got to find that outside stroke. That's what's going to help his point total. That'll get him up to the 14 points that we're talking about, get him right into those low teens. And then from there, I think he creeps up and over the 17 and a half PRA. So I think this is a really solid line from DraftKings Sportsbook. I think it's going to be close, but I'll follow because I think he'll creep just past it in the matchup against the Blazers. Yeehaw! Dig in with the San Antonio Spurs. Number three. All right, moving on to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day, of course, presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Go there. Right now, and use the promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. I got props, props, more props across all of your favorite sports, whether it's the NBA, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NHL, even college sports. Monkey Knife Fight's got it, and it's just more or less over or under on all the statistics that you know and love. Go there now, and again, use that promo code FTN. TN to get a free $5 game of the house and have an MKFing good time. Uh, who will not have an MKFing good time tonight? Andrew Wiggins of the Golden State Warriors going up against the best defense or one of the best defenses in the NBA, and that is the L.A. Lakers. That is the primetime matchup today on this MLK Day, and I am taking the under on 18 and a half points scored and Wiggins has been under this total in four of his last six games he is a player on the season averaging 17.8 points per contest so just shy of this 18 and a half line he is shooting a very respectable 36.9 percent from beyond the arc and is uh, averaging 32.8 minutes per game however again using that advanced dvp tool at ftn daily this is a fourth worst matchup based on Wiggins' skill set across the entirety of the NBA. The Lakers, as I mentioned, incredibly stiff defensively. Number one in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up just 1.011 points per possession. And the Lake Show is number four in three-point percentage D, allowing just 33.9%. So, Steph Curry's wingman. Are you going to fade or follow my under 18 and a half points? Yeah, this is a rough one. I'm going to go with the under on this one. So many times I'm looking for those numbers uh, within the player props or within monkey knife fight that I can jump on somebody's over, maybe a little bit of an undervalue. This is the other way around. This one to me is too high. I will follow on this one. The points will be tough to come by for Mr. Wiggins in this matchup against the Lake Show. Yeah, definitely not getting wiggy with it. Number two. All right, moving on. Let's go to the junior circuit. Let's talk about the college basketball game because we have a couple of marquee matchups on tap on this MLK Day. Let's start off with one in the ACC. Florida State off the high of handling North Carolina over the weekend. Going up against the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, a team that a lot of people aren't uh, you know, necessarily talking about on the national scene, but could be the second best team behind Virginia in this league. And I'm going to go with the home chalk here, and I'm going to lay the two with 
U of L, look, the, this is a strength-on-strength matchup. You know, Florida State has ample size inside with Koprovica, uh, Gray, Polite. Those guys can really get after it in terms of the rebounding. Just extreme length, decent athleticism as well with a couple of those guys. So that could be problematic. However, uh, U of L is top four in defensive rebounding percentage and offensive rebounding percentage in ACC play. Arc execution is going to be critical here. Florida State really just blistering the nets at a 44.6% clip in league action, but Louisville in league play is only giving up 28.6% beyond the arc. So I think it boils down to the uh, the combo of uh, uh, Carlique Jones, uh, Williams, and Williamson inside, that inside-outside game, and Jones just a slasher. The guy just puts up all kinds of crazy points. I think he's gone over 20 points in like four or five consecutive games, uh, and you know over 57 57- a percent of Louisville's points come inside the arc, and I think that will be critical here. So as long as they continue to be aggressive and attack the 10, I think the Cardinals will win in the end and score the cover on the minus two, what should be a hotly contested showdown from start to finish. So fade or fall, follow Louisville minus two against the visiting Seminoles. I know it's weird without the fans, all the craziness, but Louisville's won six in a row at home, and I think they're going to make it seven with uh, today's contest. I think they take care of Florida State. I think they get the cover. Look for the Cardinals to smash the boards, though. That's what you talked about. Get those second-chance opportunities off the offensive board. Fun stat, courtesy of our friends at ESPN, Cardinals 9-0 and when they get at least eight offensive rebounds. Mm. Boom. End of story. Uh, that's you got to crash the glass. You do that. You're going to be able to take care of Florida State, and they'll continue to be uh, one of the stories coming out of the ACC, as you said, along with Virginia. So I'm going to take Louisville. I'm going to lay the two points at home and look for them to win it yet again at the Yum Center. Yeah, make that money. Yumma yum yum with the Cardinals. Number one. All right. Uh, last and certainly not least, let's talk about the biggest showdown in college basketball today. And it, it is a behemoth one, a colossal matchup between Kansas and the Baylor Bears. This one going down in Waco. And I'm going to lay the nine. It seems like a lot, especially when going up against KU. It's pretty rare that the Jayhawks are a nine-point underdog in any matchup, but Baylor is just that damn good, and I think they're going to win this thing by double figures. Look, the Bears, uh, they just maul opponents across the board. They are top five in the nation in adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency. Their rebounding prowess is nearly unmatched. They generate a second-chance opportunity on 38.2% of their possessions. Uh, Wilson and McCormack are going to have to have the games of their life against Marcus Vidal and company to really keep pace. Uh, And the three-point barrage as well. Baylor as a team shooting a ridiculous 42.3% from beyond the arc. You got Flagler, you got Mitchell, you got Butler, you got Teague. All those guys are netting at least 39% from downtown. Now, Kansas is very three-happy. Uh, but they have struggled netting some of those long balls here in conference play, just shooting 31.7% so far. Can they solve the zone? And drive the baselines near to impossible against Baylor, as we saw uh, with the Bears' win against Texas Tech over the weekend. So you pulled all together. You and I have talked about this repeatedly. It's Gonzaga. It's Baylor. They are the clear-cut two best teams in the country. I think Baylor is only going to assert their standing in our minds in that category with a potential thrashing here of the visiting Jayhawks. So Baylor, minus nine. I know you cannot uh, speak openly about this in your household. <laughs> no, your wife is a big uh, K, you know, KU fan, but uh, are you going to side with the voice of reason here and tell me, fade or follow? 
Uh, I'm going to cross my fingers, Brad, that she's not listening to today's episode <laughs> of the pod. Um, I'm going to follow on this one just because the, the Jayhawks have been um, have been a bit of a roller coaster ride. You look at the losses that they've got in the conference, and in particular, talking about the last loss to the Cowboys to to Oklahoma State, which obviously I was watching at the house because anytime KU is on, the wife sits down, no one's allowed to talk to her. Um, it, they just it, you were talking about them being three happy. You go back and look at that Oklahoma State game; they were they were. They were th- couldn't throw it in the ocean from standing on the beach. Their three-point barrage was awful in that game. They made five of 21. Um, and if they can't get that going, they're in deep, deep doo-doo uh, with the uh, Baylor Bears. And I think even if KU is sinking the threes tonight, the Jayhawks are still going to be in trouble because Baylor is just that good. Now, I agree with you. Nine is a lot. But I think Baylor wins this one by 10 right on the nose. And therefore, <laughs> sorry, babe. I gotta follow. Yeah, the Bears are just that damn good. Man. They really are that good. This oh. isn't a knock on. This isn't a knock on Bill Self on KU. No, They're a no. good team. Baylor, Baylor is just the cream of the Big Twelve crop. Yeah, them and Gonzaga. They're just in a class by themselves right now, and that that has been the story of this college basketball season. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fave the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Wavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTNDaily.com, FTNFantasy.com and ftmbets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And as always, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.